So this time on Coaching with Mike, we're going to be focusing on the power of LinkedIn and especially about creating a profile which will help you gain interest uh, from recruiters. Also, in order to help you become a subject matter expert within LinkedIn uh, and actually allow people to share your LinkedIn profile without you actually being embarrassed um, like I was many, many times. So I hope you enjoy it. Uh, and yeah grab a pen grab some paper if not check out the blog as well thank you very much see you soon all right all right all right <laughs> you can tell i've been reading matthew mcconnelly's green lights right how are you all doing? It's been a it's been a long time, a month and a half to be precise. Uh, it's been a crazy period for myself. Um, originally, I was planning on doing these every two weeks, and then uh, beginning of December, I found out I needed to have that minor injury operated on, which has left me uh, not being able to to write or type for uh, a couple of months. So this one may not be edited as well as I hope it would be. But I'm here. I'm hoping to get it uh, back on track. Uh, I promised you last time a, a special episode about LinkedIn. That's what I'm here to do today. Um, LinkedIn, in case you don't know it, it's kind of like the, the business equivalent of Facebook, right? It's, um, it's a social network um, for networking for business professionals. And you can do all sorts of things on there, um, such as writing your own blogs, writing your own articles, etc., um, some people use LinkedIn as their actual resume. Uh, it's a job finding uh, uh, platform as well. So here you can find uh, jobs local to you or in the areas which you want to uh, move to, uh, for example. Also, people can reach out to you as a, as a subject matter expert. It's also nice just to get back in touch with old colleagues uh, because you know most of them will, will probably be on there. And it also allows you to actually network with with other professionals in maybe areas that you want to grow into as well. Uh, they also have group um, groups as well, similar to Facebook, but on a, on a professional basis, based on focuses, etc. Uh, and generally, the tool is is really interesting. Now, I was always in the uh, camp of I'm not really that much of a social media user. Uh, Facebook, I think I used it for a couple of months and then got bored of it. Um, and with LinkedIn as a recruiter, as a previous recruiter, it was one of my main tools which I should have been using. And I did use it regularly to reach out to people, um, to try and find them, to, to um, see if there was interest in the positions that I had. However, my profile myself was very poor. I had no picture, I had a very little uh, bits about, about you uh, and just had my, my latest position. Uh, for me, it was simply a tool, but I was neglecting the tool quite drastically. Um, what made me change my ways is when I was uh, going back now two years, uh, two, two and a half years ago, I got promoted uh, within my company to uh, a dedicated recruiter, which basically meant somebody who was uh, dedicated to a specific position. And uh, one of the senior management um, congratulated me on my uh, promotion and said to me okay send me your linkedin profile i'll, I'll let everybody else um know who you are and I'll, I'll send it around so they all have a face and name so i sent my linkedin profile to them oh well 
to to the the um, leading manager, and the response was, "I can't send this. I can't send this. This is this is embarrassing." <laughs> <laughs> That's how bad my LinkedIn profile was. Really, it didn't even have a picture. Um, so I took, um, I'd say about a, a week, um, really focused then, uh, every night, just uh, a little while searching, all, doing a lot of research as to how I can make my, my LinkedIn profile better, how I can actually um, use LinkedIn a lot more in my, in my new and up and coming role. And um, I managed to change it, it's not perfect, but it's a, it's, it at least looks half decent now, I'd like to say. Um, and now whenever I'm speaking to, to friends, family, colleagues, or anybody that's just willing to listen, <laughs> like yourselves, um, I give them the same advice. Um, I've, I've come up with, uh, I think, about 20 different things which you can do. Um, some of them are easy, some of them not so much, but if you do these, then you, your profile will look professional. It'll also give you more opportunities in the future as well. Um, so what I'll do is I'll go through this uh, podcast shortly and what we'll do is we'll look at LinkedIn as it looks to you. So I'll go from the very top to the URL uh, down to the bottom. It's got the volunteering uh, just so it's a little bit easier instead of going backwards and forwards. Now, just to give you an example of, of um, how else LinkedIn is important, uh, a very, very, very good friend of mine was recently made um, redundant. Um, it's a very, very hard time uh, for him. And um, I said to him, well, look, you are you on LinkedIn? You need to get LinkedIn up and going. And he explained to me that LinkedIn wasn't used in his field of um, of work and that it would be not necessary. I said, no, that's not true. LinkedIn can be used in pretty much all industries. It doesn't matter. And in the worst case, you've just got another, um, another network where if you invest a few hours now, You've got another network where you've got a bit more visibility. So even if your industry doesn't come calling, maybe another industry will. So I gave him this advice, which I'm about to, uh, to give you. Um, and uh, several months after his uh, redundancy, um, I say several, I think it was actually two months after, um, he gives me a call and says, oh, Mike, you're never going to believe it. I got, uh, I got a new position. I said, oh, that's great, that's great. Where did you find it? And he told me how he found it and, and stuff like this. And he said, and I just wanted to say, your advice about LinkedIn, it, it really helped. I was like, okay. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't expecting that, but okay, that's great. He said, yeah, the, um, before I went for the interview, I could see that the, um, the CEO of the company uh, was actually checking out my LinkedIn profile. Um, and then when he came to the interview, he was asking me questions about my LinkedIn profile and um, he was stating this and that, so without that advice, I'm not even sure I would have got the position. And I thought, exactly, this is this is great because in recruitment, a lot of people uh, tend to go and look on the LinkedIn page as well as the CV. So it's really interesting. You can maybe get a little bit further in the profile, uh, in the in the recruitment um, funnel. Then um, people will start looking at LinkedIn as well to see exactly what else you offer. So. Um, what else your passions are sometimes you can't put this on the cv your cv is only going to be two pages right but with this you can actually see real achievements um and real your, your kind of value as well um and your values your personal values so um yeah linkedin linkedin's great for that and he he was very positive by uh, by the end as well so um that that was great and i think with mine 
I have now I think 4,500 followers 4,600 something like this um, that's growing constantly I don't add as many people as what I used to more people tend to write me and ask me um, to, to add them as, um, as a follower is it a follower to networks with them <laughs> whatever um so i've got quite a few but what's what's great about linkedin is that you often get people writing you for new job opportunities now i've been with the same company now for what is it nine and a half years i've never never left um but i'm still getting these these job opportunities from other people as well so it's always interesting to see what's going on in the market and especially if you're looking um for something new it's always great to, to keep that up to date as well um, and if you're not thinking of leaving the company, like me, I've been, as I say, in the same company for nine and a half years. If you're not thinking of leaving the company, that was my excuse. Don't update your LinkedIn because you're not going to leave anyway. Well, one, you never know what's going to happen, especially with a crazy year like last year, just suddenly being made redundant. And two, if you're going for promotions or something in the, in the company, a lot of time people just look at your LinkedIn profile and say, okay, what's he been doing so far? What's she been doing so far? Um, okay, that's their kind of, not CV, but it's pretty much your achievement so far when it comes to professional life. So it's really important to keep that up to date. And even if you're not planning on moving and you're planning on stopping in your own one, there's obviously some departments in your company which don't know about you. So. If they hear your name, they probably will go on LinkedIn and check you out. So the main thing I'm gonna say for LinkedIn is it sounds like too much work for, for the amount of um, reward it's actually gonna bring back. If you invest two, three hours, and I know that sounds like a lot at first, but if you do that, uh, just to get it up to a certain standard, then you really don't have to invest too much more in it to keep it up to date. And then those two or three hours will actually make it look so much more professional, make it look awesome, and it will it will give you opportunities in the future. That I can guarantee you. So let's start with the advice. Um, first things first, it's a very, very simple thing, one that you will not notice, but it's great. Uh, for say for example if you're networking and you say oh reach out to me on on linkedin and people like me i've got a very uh, not common name but very popular name throughout the world mike williams you type that in google you're not going to come anywhere <laughs> in the top 100 pages so um you can actually change your url which is basically the um website name at the top so linkedin.com forward slash um, and then put your personal URL there, so uh, your personal name there. So for me, for example, it's Michael Williams Business Partner. Um, this then obviously makes it a lot easier for, for people to find you. Uh, and it's also great with regards to SEO as well. So if you've got, if you've got your name and also the, the title in there, for example, uh, when it comes up on, on um, Google searches, then you're more likely to, to be hit there as well. So you can do it quite easy, you go into settings. I won't go through all of it, just click on um, Google and ask how to do it, but it's, it's relatively simple. I did that probably within two minutes or something like this. And then next on LinkedIn, uh, there's usually a box there that says, show recruiters you're open to work. Uh, and you can control who sees this. Click on this, open yourself up to new opportunities. Um, 
even if you're not looking for new opportunities just click on it it's I I always leave it on and then here basically if a recruiter searching for somebody in your field you've maybe ticked 70% of the boxes they can then reach out to you and say look I've got this position would you like to talk about it sometimes it's, it doesn't hurt in just listening to the offer right you might think okay look I really like my, my company you get on the phone and they say we want to offer you 40,000 more I think well I love my company but 40,000 more woo <laughs> you know these type of things or it might it might be going more in the direction of your dreams rather than where you're currently at so um, a lot of people are in positions which they don't they feel safe in but it's not really what they've always dreamt of doing if you open yourself up to this maybe it opens up uh, a gateway to that that dream job that you've always wanted as well so always make sure that you're open to new opportunities um i think then you'll start getting people writing to you a lot more you also get people maybe writing to you about saying i'll oh, join this group join that group um which is also beneficial as well change your background pick a lot of people uh, have the standard background picture uh, on LinkedIn but you don't really stand out uh, this is just a, a real bog standard thing there's nothing eye-catching there um, for me what I was always what I always like to see um, is adding something like a quote in there or something like this which describes who you are what your values are or has something relevant from your field so another one of my my friends they do is asking me what to do um, and he works in the uh, construction business. And I said, okay, why don't you put something like a construction site or something there? Then you can see straight away, okay, this person's in the construction industry. You worry, and it looks a lot more professional as well rather than just your standard background. So, I mean, for me, my personal quote on mine one is the most important thing is to try and inspire people so that they can be great in whatever they want to do. And that was from Kobe Bryant. I think that explains me perfectly. Does it look the most professional? Uh, no, but it explains me and it's also got my style as well. And I think that's the whole part about LinkedIn as well. Putting your stamp on, putting your stamp on it, making yourself stand out a little bit. So it separates you from the competition. Um, and nextly it goes on to, it's next to the photo as well. And here it's very, very important to pick a great photo. I can't emphasize this enough. Many times I see people just putting party photos on there or photos of them chilling by a beach or <laughs> or something like this or, or photos of them drinking a margarita nice photos yeah but not really for a professional platform um i think there's some of the advice i was receiving from other people here was maybe have a photo of you doing something um in in action so if for example you're in construction then maybe doing something within construction um but me i just think the picture should look professional um it shouldn't you got to think you're representing yourself right this is your own personal brand so have a, have a good professional picture there if you can't afford a photographer then ask i mean the, the phones nowadays are absolutely fantastic so you stand next to a white wall you stand next to a slightly light colored wall ask your friend to put their life focus on where it's got blurred background you've got a, a nice nice smile turn slightly to the side you have a great photo in no time um yeah so the next is the headline so the headline is then basically um your kind of 
here you can make a statement of what you actually want um, but also try and include words and what you're actually looking for in your in your new and up and coming position right so some people say oh, I'm a I'm a rock star hit this that and the other um, yeah you're not really gonna meet too many recruiters typing in searching for rock stars so for me for example I've got business partner for Zalando um, and also the area which I'm currently working in so I'm a business partner for Zalando customer care so anybody that types in customer care or business partner or even Zalando will start to get made an update if you're in um, the environment so you can obviously put anything in there maybe even search on on Google <laughs> search on the Google as your, as your name would say uh, for, for words that are similar to your profile as well so maybe you can put some words in there so then obviously if people are searching for something that's similar to your job title that you're also in there as well um, so that's really important obviously the, the more visible you are the more chances you're going to get of actually being reached out to now the next part is a summary uh, I've got a quote here from um, Career Horizons and it says ideally you should have your summary at around three to five short paragraphs preferably with a bully pointed section in the middle it should walk the reader through your work passions your key skills your unique qualifications and the list of the various industries that you've had exposure to over the years so just to follow up on that it should also be written third person first person sorry not third person third person's a definite no that just looks strange it should be wrote in first person it should be creative it should obviously show your personality through this um, but also include numbers and this goes also for the um, uh, for the later ones as well include numbers it makes it more concrete so um, if you've worked with a set amount of budget or if you've um, fed let's say 500,000 families or something throughout the US or the UK then put these numbers in there that makes it a lot more concrete people can it's a lot more tangible for recruiters for future hiring managers um, it just makes it a lot easier easier for people because if you can say yeah okay I volunteered and I, I fed I fed families yeah, how much did you volunteer did you literally just go around to your neighbor and give them some cake or did you feed the whole neighborhood um, something like this it's a bit of a difference so adding those numbers is very important but again be creative in the way that you write it's a story about you um, yeah so going on to the next section which is featured again uh, this goes for the um, other sections as well uh, I try to include some multimedia uh, so some kind of videos or or articles which I've wrote etc um, in the featured section so this gives obviously the visual people a little bit more um, things to look at for example it gives your profile a more visual appearance it also looks a lot more professional it allows them to actually see what you've done so if you've included reports and say things you've done at work or including research or something like this it actually allows people to see what you've done um, and the other notes as well if you've got say a video or an article or something from your company it also shows that you're happy or okay sharing some of the company videos and that also 
is what people are looking for in the future as well because they know that you're going to be representing their company in the future and if you've got 5,000 people that you're following and you're a key player in the uh, in the industry then if you share something it's going to reach 5,000 people right so it just gives a positive uh, positive image there with regards to the articles that you're actually putting in uh, for example if you're under featured it actually shows that you're genuinely passionate about your work here as well so if you're putting in articles not everybody will put it in there but if I see that somebody's took the time to put one of those on and I'm looking at it I will go on there and see how passionate the person is about the topic and then whenever they come for an interview I'll also mention the articles that I read from them as well it also shows that you're a subject matter expert um, who's continuing to do research outside of work, inside of work, and developing their skills as well. So this again will lead to more people to you. It also leads to people asking you more questions. And when people ask questions, and obviously you provide your your expertise back to them, if any if ever any position comes up in the future with these uh, with these people's companies, then obviously they'll say, well actually this person's been giving me some really good feedback on LinkedIn. Maybe reach out to him or her. So, um, yeah, I think always adding your expertise on, on these channels can really lead to something special. Now, I know people on there that's on it daily, writing new articles daily. For me, I, I can't do that. <laughs> that's too much. But it is definitely, if you've got the, the energy and the capacity to do that, then definitely show the world that you're a subject matter expert on LinkedIn. And it would definitely worth your while i think what's very 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 important which a lot of people always forget and a lot of people don't do uh, which you really need to do on linkedin is make sure all your contact details are up to date and what i mean by this is your name email address you can even put your phone number in there but also include other channels as well where other people can see your different things so like your twitter and all that sort of stuff put everything in there which you feel comfortable sharing obviously if you've got your not safe for work twitter <laughs> then possibly don't put that one on linkedin but if you if you are uh, using twitter as a way of of um spreading sometimes like i do with my my posts etc then that would be safe for, uh, for linkedin for example and then next comes to experience now here's a bit where a lot of people tend to not enjoy not do well and make a mess up so basically when it comes to experience a lot of people basically say okay um mike williams recruiter from i can't even remember the years now let's say 2016 uh, to 2020 um recruiter to lando then underneath that was customer care manager from xyz to this but that doesn't tell anybody anything, right? That, that basically says you're a recruiter, but I don't know any of your tasks that you was doing. I don't know what your biggest successes was. I don't know what you achieved. Try to explain your role in more detail because every position differs from what other people are looking for, right? So a recruiter in Zalando could be doing something completely different to a recruiter in, say, Wayfair, for example, or a recruiter in... Um, an agency right that they're completely different things and, and we just don't know 
So here, it's very important to actually explain what your roles and responsibilities are for each position that you've worked in. Um, also using data again, so in 2019, I worked on um, 10 projects which brought 1 million euros to the company, blah, 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 blah. So here, what have you done? What have you achieved? Your biggest successes, the budgets that you're working with, um, and then obviously your key roles and responsibilities as well. If you can't remember your key roles and responsibilities, and this is often the case, it's like, oh, I don't know what I do. Ask for your, your job description, or look at your job description. I'm sure you still have it from when you was there. Or if you've got your, um, if, if you really can't ask for your job description, or if you can't find it anywhere, then what you have to do is just search for your jobs via LinkedIn or via um, Stepstone or whatever, any of the job portals. Just find it and then copy and paste some of the job responsibilities which actually meet your job as well, right? And then obviously personalize it after. Another one which I tend to see a lot of people messing up is the education section. Sounds simple, right? Usually you just put your, um, your master's degree or your bachelor's degree in there. But what I often see is the name of the university, what they've studied and when they studied. Okay, that's great. Tells me absolutely nothing. <laughs> Tells me absolutely nothing about what you've studied, what you've done. Um, apart from the name of it, sometimes this was a very, very long time ago, I get that. But still, give more of an overview as to what you actually studied. Maybe even say why you studied it. Um, for me, for example, I couldn't remember. I mean, when did I finish studying? I can't remember when I finished it in 2013, I think. And when I was writing this, I was like, okay. Now, I know I studied this, but I couldn't remember in much detail. So I just went back onto the university website, found my old course, found an overview of the course, which I was actually, um, which I did, uh, and then took a lot of that and obviously reworded it and put it in my own words. That's great. That tells people what exactly you've studied uh, and to what depth you studied it. Um, because it could be that, for example, with mine, it was global studies and I had to do something like micro and macroeconomics and stuff in there. But that that's not stated when you just write global studies. Nobody knows what the hell global studies is. So um, it's really important just to include that in there. Um, on top of that, obviously, it's also really important to keep what you've been learning up to date under licenses and certificates. So add all your licenses, add all the certificates that you're doing. Um, if you've got new skills, add your new skills there as well. For me, I think it's very important that you're constantly um, writing and updating the skills aspects as well, because obviously you can see then more of what you've actually been doing recently. Um, and then next comes voluntary experience as well. So over the last few years, it's it's become it's becoming a lot more important. Um, especially with corporate responsibility and sustainability taking key focus, seeing somebody that's got this voluntary experience, it don't it's a lot of must, but if you've got it, show it. It really separates you from the crowd. You can say, okay, um, I've been doing X, Y, Z, I've raised this amount of money for that. And that shows that you're really passionate. Now, a lot of companies nowadays, 
they do have this corporate social responsibility and um, aspects within within them. Um, so when they see this, they can see there's a nice little side benefit. It's not going to be the be all and end all. Don't get me wrong, but if they see that you've you're willing to to do this type of thing as well, um, it's also great for for companies to have. So those are the main things that I'll do on the actual profile. Now here's some extra information. Here's some added notes, some little bonuses just for you. So at the bottom of your profile you can ask for recommendations as well now what i would recommend is asking at least one or two people every month for a recommendation these are basically like references right but you can uh, ask somebody inside work um if you've been working with them just to provide that it just helps make it look a bit more real because obviously you can make it up your linkedin profile look fantastic but Who's to say you're not lying? If you've got references there, if somebody's actually wrote a reference for you, it looks a little bit more certified, so to say. Now this next um, clue I'm gonna give you probably goes a little bit against what LinkedIn is about. However, it was some of the key advice I got at the very, very beginning of my recruitment um, career. And it's something which I um, did for, uh, while at least i've stopped doing it now at least for the moment i, I think when i want to move into a new sphere i'll probably start it back up again but it's adding 10 to 40 people daily to your network so i'm writing them and saying look okay um i'd really like to be part of your network um why why do this why add 10 to 40 people well first of all i'd think about who i'm adding i wouldn't just add random people um, I'd look at where I want to grow and which which sphere I want to grow into. So if I'm in, say, recruitment and I wanted to become a business partner, I'd start looking at maybe business partners, um, reaching out to reaching out to these these people, adding more and more of these people. Um, so that basically, when my uh, feed every day gets updated, I'm getting posts from these business partners every day then right so i can then start seeing okay what's the the latest trends what's going on in the industry not only this but they often promote their positions or they promote positions within their team so if somebody says oh okay there's a business partner here in my team i can straight straight onto it um, and send my sim application in there um it also allows you to reach out to these people in the future as well and say look i'm i'm looking at becoming a business partner how can i actually get into this do you have any advice for me what i can do here there and everywhere and um, so you're actually building up a relevant uh, network as well so the more you add obviously i'd limit yourself especially at the beginning because if you go over a certain amount i think it's 50 a day then linkedin will probably block you but i always did between 10 and 40 um some people say no some people click reject and let it be it is what it is uh but you will connect to a lot as i said i've got now 4600 people um and then my feed goes crazy every day but still it's it's good to also make a name for yourself as well because if you're then posting um articles then obviously these people will start to see your article as well, which then starts to make you look like a subject matter expert. And coming on to this one, keep adding articles, keep writing about these 
Um, keep if you learn something or you're doing something or you're passionate about something, write it, get it out there. Because you'll start to make a name for yourself. People know then that they should come to you if they want advice on that topic. Um, what I'd also suggest as well is to drop at least 10 comments daily on other people's feeds. Now, it sounds like a lot, but the more your name is floating about, the more people get to know you, the more they reach out, especially if you're dropping comments which are actually useful um, and productive and, and valuable, then more people are going to add you as well. So your network will start to multiply quite a bit and people again will start to see you as a subject matter expert. Um, and again, try adding a post four times a week, show your expertise, even if it's not a full article, just to post, just say, oh, look, I've seen this this news article based on um, the satellites that's orbiting Earth or something like this and how it's destroying the night sky. It shows that you're interested in that particular area and that could be very beneficial. So make posts. If you can't do articles, maybe try an article once a week, once every two weeks. Uh, keep adding people and ask for recommendations. Now, obviously, you can get lots more advice online. I think some of the original ones that I was looking at, the one of the better ones was on themuse.com. Um, they had some really good LinkedIn advice, so definitely go out there, check it out. Um, if you want to see my profile, feel free. You can find it on my website, which is coachingwithmike.de, and you'll find my LinkedIn profile in the um, top right corner. Alternatively, as I said, uh, linkedin.com, uh, and then my name is Michael Williams. My URL is michael-williams-business-partner. <laughs> there we go. Mouthful. But uh, yeah, that was... That was my short overview on, on LinkedIn. I hope you enjoy it. I hope you put it to uh, to action. And feel free to reach out to me. Feel free to add me uh, and just mention that you listen to the podcast. I am honestly over the moon at the moment. While I've been gone, I checked the some of the data which I had. And I've now got nearly 130 listeners and I can't believe it. Honestly, I started this out as a hobby just to practice my public speaking. Um, and... Every time I see these numbers going up, it just melt, melts my heart, it really does. So um, feel free to drop me a message on LinkedIn. I'll be happy to hear your thoughts and your comments. Um, yeah, and hopefully this, this uh, podcast can help you find your next dream role. So thank you once again. As for what's going to happen in the next show, I'm actually going to be uh, doing a, a bit of a relaunch so to say so i'm looking at what i can and can't do in the next 12 months to offer something a little bit more tangible for you to actually give you a little bit more structure so to say so i'm currently working on a content plan um, i believe it will stop within the career uh, sphere for the next one um, and then see what else i can offer you in the near future as well so thank you once again for listening feel free to link up to me uh, via linkedin feel free to listen to my other podcasts and uh, check me out on coachingwithmike.de. Thank you. Bye-bye.